coming down the mountain and their lives are in my hands? In my hands? I don't even know what day of the week it is. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> <laughs> going on everybody welcome to a special edition of bsing over a couple brews this is corbs and i'm rico and you are listening to bs over a couple of brews sit back and enjoy a brew or two let the bullshitting begin as she said let the bullshitting begin what's going on man well this is uh this is one of those where yeah it's it's gonna be a heavy one it's a heavy one but hey man we're uh we're here to talk about the good times and yeah. and and make sure that everybody knows that how much that this guy meant. And we are speaking of Trevor Sternad of the Black Dahlia Murder, which is one of my all-time favorite bands. And same with uh, same with Rico here. Him and I went to a lot of shows, and yeah. he uh, he passed away this past week. Um, he was, like I said, a huge influence on the metal scene and was one of the nicest people that I've ever met in going to shows. And I'm sure you would agree with me on that one as well. Oh, for sure. And I, I just, I wish I had known him better than what I did. And I, but it's one of those, you know, mm-hmm. you could tell he was a good dude. And I mean, it's one of those, yeah. It, it, and and, yeah. and, and at the, in the end, yeah. I mean, all you can do is just be like, remember the good times and, and ha- have, a, have a beer. And this is an mm-hmm. episode of Remembrance. And like I said when I, in the intro, this is a special edition. Uh, yeah. this, was not to, this was not expected, obviously. So, mm-hmm. um, well, yeah, we'll be talking about a, a, a lot of different things on this episode, ma- mainly about uh, this, this guy and his band, um, what he did for just what he did for me mm-hmm. and what he did for Rico. But, it, but before we get to that, mm-hmm. Rico, what are you, uh, what you drinking today, man? Looks well, like it's something dark. Oh, yeah. We both got. Got dark beers here, yeah. Yep, yep. Got, got to keep that uh, death metal black, right? <laughs> Absolutely, my friend. So, what I'm drinking here today, or t- this evening rather, um, I am drinking. Let's get this. I just want to make sure because I, I know what I'm drinking. Just a lot on my mind and everything, you know. Not, not to be over dramatic or nothing like that, you know. But I am drinking a uh, Founders Breakfast Stout. It's a uh, double chocolate coffee oatmeal stout and it's very tasty it's one of my favorites that's actually. that's one of my favorites too i know and i, and I know you're a guy that unlike yeah. myself i mean i'll have a stout in the summertime but mm. you you have stouts multiple in the summertime yeah <laughs> i know right and yeah. i totally did not plan this by the way but i picked it up when i was out of town for work and everything like i was down sure. down in the uh, virginia beach and it was just like a, a i think it was called total wine is where i picked it up at it's pretty cool but you know, I was like, eh, I want to have a good beer because we had to discuss, you know, what we were we we're going to do this, you know, recording of this special, you know, in remembrance episode for Trevor. Right? Yeah. 
And yep. I just happened to, I saw that beer and I was like, yes, yes. One of my favorites and everything. And I was just like, that'll be a good one. Right? And perfect. You know, it'll, it'll at least, you know, cheer me up a little bit. Right. And then, you know, and then I just happened to notice, like when I was checking out, I looked and I'm like, wait a minute. I was like, where, where are they out of? And I was like, oh yeah. Grand Rapids, fucking Michigan. Do you, and I was like, that's really fucking weird. Do you remember when I, when I asked you, I think this was like three yeah. years ago before the rant rant. Uh, right. do you remember when I asked you about possibly going on a brewery trip to Michigan? And, and I said, and this one was the one of them that was included in the, in the brewery trip. That's one of those. Kinda just know, went, yeah. I remember everything else, but you know, right. things like I should remember. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> I know not a, it's not an issue at all, man. No. Yeah. So I, uh, I, mm. I will preface this by saying this is one of the strongest beers that I've ever had <laughs> right. in my entire life. I think I may have had one or two stronger. Yeah. I won't give the alcohol on air. Cause it's just, I'll just say it's, uh, it's up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is the worldwide stout from Dogfish Head out of Milton, Delaware. Correct, Rick? It was Milton, Delaware. Correct, yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And it is the bourbon barrel aged, so it is it is a little stronger. Oh. And um, yeah, I got to be careful here. I'll just <laughs> leave it at that. We'll, we'll, we'll just say that. I mean, what the? What you just don't want to say the proof, John? Oh, I don't care. It's just I'm care. just gonna say yeah. it's just it's it's up yeah, there. It's comparable it, to wine, basically. Yeah, yeah it's, it's comparable 18. to wine. <laughs> It's like 18%. But anyway, (laughs) so I have had a beer from them before that has been this strong, and it was their 120-minute IPA, and that that can range between 18 and 21%. Mm -hmm. And uh, this was back when we couldn't get it here in in Northeast Ohio. It was only available Mm -hmm. in in that state, in in, uh, Delaware, Maryland area. I guess you want to say Virginia and Delaware, Maryland. Anyway... Mm -hmm. uh, this, however, I, I've had we both did a taste of this and <laughs> smells super boozy. But I'm telling you what, it's it's, yeah. it's pretty damn good. It's, it's pretty it's damn good. Dangerously tasty, and you can tell when you're drinking. You're like, oh shit! You d- don't fuck up on <laughs> oh, this no. one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Don't drink and drive, kids. Just yeah, keep just it don't. Metal, kids. Yeah, just keep it metal. <laughs> so now to the topic at hand. Um, yeah. Just have to say preface this by saying yeah i uh yeah pretty much when i found this out like uh, my jaw was literally on the floor for like two hours i'm like i'm like this cannot be real no 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 you know one of those deals and then you know we had our time of i want to call it reflection or whatever but Mm -hmm. i had i had my time where i was just all these thoughts were just running through my head like how can this happen um you know it it, it it and how like it's I, I just them, yeah. it's just one of those things. But I, I'm like yeah. I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, there's gonna be no more, no more Black Dahlia concerts. No more. If you've ever been to their show, they're just relentless energy of, oh, of Trevor. Sure. He he would just he was basically as the band says, he basically was there to be your show, yeah. and he was literally like a fan. Yeah. Like well, he yeah. was. Ah, Fucking encyclopedia of metal. Add a word to add a yes. There you go. Add a word to that. Mm -hmm. Encyclopedia to metal. Yeah, I mean it's just one of those guys that you know. Well, you know, I you know. I, I can't speak to, you know, like all of his friends, like close friends and for sure, for sure. They they knew him so much more, but just as a fan, I'm just like, man. And I, and and in this episode, I'll also detail a couple stories from a couple of bands Mm -hmm. that, that I've run across as, as I was going through, you know, stories and stuff about him. And it just, the more and more I read, and I was telling my family this as well, because my family knows I listen to death metal. I listen to metal and I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm a metal head. And but Black Dahlia is like one of my favorite bands because if you walk in, and uh, this is kind of a 
little known fact for this podcast, but if you walk into my living room, mm-hmm. I have my record player all set up and then right behind it. And is I don't even, I can't remember how big it is, but it's a giant black Dahlia poster. That's, mm-hmm. that's how, you know, I mean, I, I have a, I have a ton of merch and I'm going to go over mm-hmm. that story as well. How I got obtained all that. Cause it's a pretty, it's a pretty cool story. Yeah. Um, but, uh, mm-hmm. what I will say is, is that, Man, the people that are down, like, and they say in their Majesty yeah. DVD that came out in 2008, if you're down, you're down. Yeah. You're not fucking around. You're not, you're not no. beating around the bush. You are a fan, and you are a fan for life. Yeah. And and that's that's kind of the way that I look at it. And I know there's, <laughs> you know, people will be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I'm. It, it's legit. <laughs> it's Brian legitimate. Say, we don't fuck around. We don't. Yeah. Fuck around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's there will be a lot of quotes yeah. in from the DVD in this in this uh, episode as well. Yeah. So, so, so Rick, uh, Ricka, what what is um? I I will just come right out and say this because I know I probably have said mine already. Yeah. Out of all nine of their albums, studio albums that they put out between 2004 and 2000. 19, 2020, 2019, 2020. Uh, what is your favorite album? Oh, I, I really should have thought of this up, up front. Okay. That's quite all right. I, I, you, made I, to, I, you made to run through for you? Well, I, can, I'm, I, I mean, let's see right here. My head. Uh, let's see here. I, I can see it. Like right. it's one of those things, and that we were discussing this album earlier. Th- is it album number three that they released, <sighs> Nocturnal? It's the black and blue one. Yep, that's it. Yep, yep there it is, Nocturnal. Yep, uh, that was so. <laughs> I like that one. So the first time that I ever heard uh, Black Dahlia was mm-hmm. in 2004, and I accidentally bought one of those like promo DVDs that oh, had yeah. a uh, that had two or three songs on it, and they were just music videos, and it was like a dollar. I got it at the local record exchange. Yeah, yeah. And when when I left, you know, I didn't really listen to Black Dahlia Murder. They were kind of an afterthought for me at this point because mm-hmm. you know I thought it was oh this is like super. <laughs> crazy like i'm uh, not ready for this kind of thing because mm-hmm. i was more into like the lamb of god the unearth <laughs> slipknot like the kind of the beginner i want to call it beginner metal but it, for anybody that's trying to get into it but it kind of was at that point for for 18 19 year old person so anyway mm-hmm. so i picked this up and then and then now that ends up being the first time that i ever heard them was that dvd and then i would go back and rewatch that and be like man what the hell was i thinking like why was i not into this <laughs> nice. and i and i thought about it i was like 18 year old me yeah about half a lifetime ago oh, that's about right yeah, yeah. right yay <laughs> but had not, to level up though yeah but yeah i definitely had to level up um for me yeah nocturnal was actually absolutely my favorite because that's mm-hmm. the time i really started getting into them and that's actually the first time i ever met trevor Nice. Um, I met him at a show in 2007 at Peabody's, I believe, down under in Cleveland. Yeah. And my friend, uh, Mark, if you ever listen to this, I know you probably won't remember this, but in 2007, his band opened up for them. Mm-hmm. And during, uh, I can't even remember who was playing, but during a set, a random set, he comes up to me and he mm-hmm. goes, Corbin. I'm like, what? And he's like, this is trevor from black dahlia and i at the time you know i didn't even really i mean i knew who it was but i didn't even know the significance yeah so right. they had a 15 minute conversation with him about about metal and everything and hmm. and he's and he said he goes you so you must be like new to the scene and stuff and he goes check out this band this band this band this band well that leads me into another point um <laughs> Walking encyclopedia, Rick. You want to you want to yeah. take, take you want to take the wing for here for a minute and and explain to the listeners out there how much this man knew. 
I I mean, Christ, like there's the like all these bands that are like way underground that he knows about and everything. And I don't even remember the names of them. Like I even read like the articles and stuff and like some of the names were just kind of bouncing off of my eyes. And just seeing interviews with Trevor, like, you know, basically like it was it was just like always just like like awe inspiring. Like you're just like listening to him talk and he was so passionate about these bands that you're just like I have never heard of this band. And like, I like to like, think that we listen to bands that aren't necessarily always popular, but he truly prided himself on listening to bands that weren't always popular and bands that like a lot of people just didn't know about. And you're just like, Holy shit, dude. Like, so he literally single, you know, single personally, I guess single handedly, like as like one man, like would pull these bands like up from like, you know, obscurity, like into the limelight. And he was having them like play, like, you know, opening for, you know, the black Dahlia murder. And, and it's like, and that's I'll, so uh, fucking cool. I will reference another, a band here in a few minutes yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. Cause it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Um, so mm-hmm. he had a, he had many things that he wrote about or whatever for these bands. Yeah. And he would create playlists of like hundred, at least hundred plus bands each time to where hey <laughs> you need to go check this out this shit's underground but these guys are awesome because i'm listening to them yeah, and yeah. just for instance he so his as he had a uh, blog on uh, a metal injection blog a metal injection which is a blogging site for mm-hmm. from for the metal genre and uh just for instance trevor from the black dahlia murder presents 100 plus extreme metal goodies to keep your brain from imploding during covid's summer of oh, nice. bummer this was two years ago during so doing the cool. during the Rona, mm. and he he just would just rattle them off, and we'll mm. reference this in our uh, show notes. But that's just an example of who this guy was, and like I said before, yeah. his his uh, blog was called the Obituous. I'm going to butcher the the Obituous Rarest. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, that's say. a tough word. Obituous. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Ta-da! Yeah, Yay. finally third time. Now, I mean, well, Trevor was an English major, right? I believe so. I could be I'm wrong, fair, but I, I believe I'm, so. I, I think so. Like I, think a, I remember yeah. reading that somewhere mm-hmm. a while back. And everything. so I'm sure he, like, he's a wordsmith. He was a poet. And everything. so like, you know, his lyrics, when you read them, oh my God, like I, you know, like you hear like really like gory stuff and everything. Yeah. So like. You know, you hear gory lyrics and like, you know, the death metal lyrics and stuff and you read, you know, Cannibal Corpse and you're like, oh man, that's fucked up. And you're like, ah, but like the lyrics for the Black Dahlia murder, like I, I, I'll be honest, like I like their stuff. I never actually sat down and read the lyrics like I probably should Mm -hmm. have a long time ago. And more recent, and of course now because of the recent passing, I was just like, I'm going to look and see. I'm like. I've been meaning to really look at him and really, oh my god! So reading those lyrics, ridiculous. you're just like, woo, like yeah, hits yeah, you in the feels, and the, and and that explains a lot. And I think as far as you know, why like whenever I've been upset about anything or feeling you know like you know like out of sorts about anything at all, why mm-hmm. their you know why their music's always kind of pulled me back into like you know settling back pulled it into, back into reality. And yeah. I, I've and I'll I'll, I'll elaborate on that a little bit is because for, yeah. for me um in that regard his his, his the, the music in general but for for me a lot of the times i would resort to them because they were just they just had this groove and this this kick-ass 
this yeah. I don't know that's not a word but yeah. they but they, right. they really helped me deal with a lot of what my brain was you know mm-hmm. my because because some mental mental health is very very important absolutely and and that that really helped me relax mm-hmm. and just say that everything is going to be okay yeah. you you're you're in a you're in a good place you don't need to worry about it yeah. this music's going to help you I mean that's with a lot of this mu- a lot of what metal music has done for me mm-hmm. but more so with this just because i know and i'm just i'm like man yeah. whoo this it's it could be a lot worse you could we we are we are in very very good shape and we are very very fortunate to be where we're at right. that's what that helped me realize even if it's not about that kind of thing right so what i will do is i'm going to i'm actually going to pull up uh, one of their one of their songs, mm-hmm. and just read to you some of these lyrics. Uh, this would be coming from um, their nocturnal album that we've been talking about already. Mm-hmm. We'll get into some of the other albums later on. Um, I cur- encourage anybody to look at the lyrics themselves. The obviously. lyrics are yeah. insanity. They we'll they literally like poet literally like poetry. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as like I said, as do you have now? Do you have a favorite song off of that album that you're aware of? Uh, let me double check here. So, uh, so the for the most part, I mean, ten, you're gonna get for from each Black Dahlia album, you're gonna get very it's very consistent. You're gonna get ten tracks. Everything's gonna be a little bit, you know, mm. each time it's gonna be a little bit better. The production's gonna be a little bit better. Um, they they're kind of they're kind of like a well oiled machine at this point. When you know when he was pat when he passed. Um, you know, pretty much standard operating procedure was every two years there'd be there'd be touring, then there'd be another record touring, and then another record. It was pretty standard. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's the, because of the Rona that l- the last record w- was the tour was delayed about a year and a half. I actually saw that. That was actually the last show I saw in October of 2021, which is kind of fitting. I mean, I'm not even sure if I'm going to be going to concerts anymore. To be honest with you, I wasn't going to. Right. Anyways, yeah. I mean that's still, that's like a whole other topic. That's a whole anyway, other topic. But- as far as with everything going on the way it's been going on, it, it's one yeah. of those that's kind of up in the air because it's going to be, you know, like a whole like thing, you mm-hmm. know, and that without being political, I'm going to keep it cool and everything. I'm not going to. Yeah, gonna, we're not doing that. We're not doing that now. But like, as far as all that goes, though, it's just kind of one of those where I'm like, eh. Yeah. So but, I'll pull up, I'll, I'll pull up this, uh, this song here. Mm-hmm. It's called What a Horrible Night to Have a Curse. Oh yeah, that, yeah. So yes. I'll just I'm just gonna read the first half of it. Mm-hmm. The twisted, wretched place, shadowed by the utmost darks of hell, in dreams of black beyond the bounds of a withered witch's spell, where the doors surely are locked, where the sun threatens to wane, where shambles dwell in dim moon light beyond the warmth of day. I mean, who? <laughs> I mean, who the fuck writes like that? That is just I. Yeah. I, I who? Even, I can't even think like that. I, obviously, but uh, <laughs> but. Yeah, that'll just that'll just speak right there. I don't even really need to read anymore because it's pretty much all. That's the entire album, mm-hmm. and there and there are parts where I have to like look words up because I don't completely understand what he's talking about. Oh, I have I to know. read further into the song to be like, oh, okay, using them big words on us. Yeah, <laughs> using them big words on us. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, but that's just a kind of an example of what you're what you're dealing with there. And he uh, he just he wrote with such a passion. He had such a passion for the music, such a passion for um, all of the fans, and yeah, yeah. and he was and, and and he said it in an interview a few years back. Mm-hmm. He said he's like we need to be in 
reality. We we're we're all fans. We're all just here for the the fun times and the good times and hangs with all these people and all your friends, mm-hmm. and all your friends coming out and everything. You know, kind of it's just <laughs> kind of like that. But um, mm-hmm. so. What I would another thing that let's let's get away from the the lyrical content. Yeah. Let's uh let's talk about the DVD that came out right after that album came out in two thousand. <laughs> Nocturnal came out in two thousand seven. They had a, they released a DVD called Majesty nah. in two thousand eight. Uh, that was just or is it either oh eight or oh nine. I have to get the date right. I'm not one hundred percent. Yeah, but. <laughs> oh my god that was kind of the inspiration the, for us wanting to start a band basically the, there the, and there's the other there's the other part that i just <laughs> that i would wanted to talk about is the fact that yeah he him him and his band were one of the reasons why i wanted to get into music i yeah. mean i didn't really I, I tried to play drums when i was like 15 16 years old <laughs> but i just couldn't really get into it and i didn't really have the passion for it yet yeah so this is kind of like a oh hey it kind of kicked me in the ass one more time and said, "Hey, uh, you need to uh, you need to you need to do something about this." It's mm. just, and it kind of made me want to play music again. So mm. I tried vocals, didn't really work out too well. So I was like, "Bass, it is." <laughs> You're like, and I'm a bass player. Just ask. Just you, there's you, you nothing just, wrong with it. No, <laughs> all kidding. No, because aside, I yeah. can. Because I figured out. I mean, we've, you can ask. You can ask Rico. Yeah. And you can ask our, our former <laughs> vocalist. Uh, he he really actually helped me with vocals, and Rick mm-hmm. uh, Rick would attest to that too. Yeah, so he ended up being a vocalist, anyways. Backup. So yeah, well, I don't yeah, have I don't have, I don't have the stamina yeah. for a lead. I no, just don't because no. I'm just I'm old. Well, not not only that, but I just don't have the passion for it, anyways. I can do like some stuff, like if it's like recording or something like that, and I'm just like punching something in of or whatever. That's cool and everything, mm-hmm. but even that, I'm not really trained up and everything. So I'm just like, I don't know. So so basically, the yeah. Majesty DVD it was, yeah. it was called Majesty mm-hmm. uh, that was released in either 08 or 09. I like said, whoa, whoa. so good. It, it, it is. It is. <laughs> if you if you are in a band, this is kind of like. I mean, you. <laughs> you these these guys were a bunch of party animals. I mean, they're in their mid to late twenties. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, hey, okay. this what what the hell? I mean, that's what we did in our <laughs> mm-hmm. mid to late twenties. Partied yeah. it up. Um, but these these guys, I'm telling you what, they mm-hmm. these they were so fun. They were so likable. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you have you have to have a few favorite quotes from that thing. <laughs> Should you, we hit the bong before we do this, Trevor? Tre- <laughs> Trevor, in, introing that. I think I th- I'm not sure if the best part about him saying that was the fact that he had a picture of Colonel Sanders behind him. Well, there's the picture of the Colonel Sanders behind him, and he also had like a hand puppet of a, a T-Rex. T-Rex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was like, it, I, the funny thing was, we watched that like twice, and I still didn't notice that until like the third or fourth time that we right. watched through right. that. And you were like, dude, fuck, that's Colonel Sanders behind him. And I was just like, <laughs> I was yes, like, holy absolutely. fuck it is. I'm like, oh my God. It was like a big black and white fucking mosaic of like Colonel Sanders behind him. And I was just like, what the hell is that? <laughs> like, who the fuck does that? <laughs> I, I absolutely, absolutely That's love the good that. stuff, man. <laughs> so, so the, the, uh, one of the, the other members, his name was mm-hmm. Brian and he is him and Trevor basically like the duo, you know, you get those two yeah. guys together, you know, it's going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they had a, they had a tour where they headlined, uh, they, I think they played like 20, 25 dates and it was, a, they headlined over like seven or eight other bands and it was a full day of just insanity. Mm-hmm. So what they did, they had their own van and they would just literally like, they would, 
their own van, their own tour bus. My bad. Mm-hmm. So they have their own bus, and that's big for a tour like that because you have, you know, there's like ten people, and you're in your crew, and you're like, you gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta have get some decent sleep, or else yeah. you're gonna feel like shit the next day. Like, Absolutely. oh, you gotta drive like five hours to like to <laughs> Cleveland, or we gotta drive like five hours, six hours to Chicago for the next date, or whatever it was. <laughs> And like I got to get sufficient sleep or whatever, and the drummer at the time was like, eh, "Yeah, you know, I get these guys in here, and they, they, they all just want to party, and I just been like, I just want to get some sleep, man. I just want to get some sleep. <laughs> but I love me. I, that, Shannon was awesome for that. Shannon <laughs> yeah. was the drummer at the time for uh, Black Dahlia, and uh, was he yeah, founding drummer? No, no, I didn't. No, think so. I, I, couldn't I, I couldn't give you. I couldn't. I honestly yeah, couldn't okay. give you that information. Yeah, so he was like second or third. Drummer he they it was like they had a, they had a few that. before him. Yeah, I was gonna say okay, they've had a yeah. few. They've had they only had one. They've only had one drummer since then, which is Alan now. Yeah, Alan Cassidy. So awesome, so in that DVD, we you know we we're just gonna start shouting off some random <laughs> quotes. Um, there's there is a scene where. I, we were just like we were just reminiscing about this before before this episode, mm-hmm. and we just could not stop laughing at how they just ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, I'm trying to think where I should go with this one. Rico, do you want <laughs> do you want to you want to have another? You had another one in coming mind? down the mountain, and their lives are in my hands. In my hands, I don't even know what day of the week it is. <laughs> Ever, <laughs> like there's so many quotable. Uh, I quotes know there's so this. many fucking <laughs> one-liners. And he goes, he goes. And, and, do, do you remember? <laughs> do you like, remember the, yeah. the part where they where they're like, we're getting into the gas station. We all get in there. We're like all fucking crying. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then they're like, they're like. uh they're like, there's there's no donuts in there. And then they repeat it. There's no donuts in there. And he goes, and then and then the bass player at the time, his name is Bart. He yeah. comes out, he comes out and he goes, he goes, Oh, what's this? And he goes, and then Trevor gives him the look like, Oh, what the hell? Where'd you get that? And he goes, because I thought they didn't have any. He goes, I had a few select ones. ones. <laughs> He's just looking at him like, what the fuck? The other part when he's in there and he eats the sandwich and he goes, he goes, Are yeah. you are he's like uh he's like, uh, did you pay for that? And he goes, not yet. Not and he yet. eats the whole thing before he even pays for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh the my joys God. of the joys of being on tour. We never yeah. we never got to do that as a band, but uh, no, we've lived vicariously through them. So that, that film. <laughs> I have well, I will have to say one of the most memorable yeah. things for me for them was they mm-hmm. had a they had a song that came out uh, mm-hmm. on their album Miasma in two thousand five. Mm-hmm. It's called Statutory Ape. So what ended up happening is one time I, I guess I'm gonna take this verbatim take this as, as much as I can remember this. Yeah. They actually had a kid come out to a show and he was wearing an ape suit. Like a full on like monkey oh, suit. Yeah, right? That's right. So their manager at the time, Kareem, then donned the suit and then it just kind of revolved. It just kind of just went. It just spiraled on down to where people would wear them at the shows. And That's actually, awesome. when I went and saw them at Peabody's in 07, some guy was wearing <laughs> one. It's actually captured on the DVD. The guys up on stage. And That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was really, 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 <laughs> it really, just kind of really, turned really cool. into a fun thing to interact with the fans. Oh, absolutely. Thing. That's, that's good and stuff, here's the thing yeah. is, is in there and they had a later DVD for, and mm-hmm. that was released in like 2013. And I the name is escaping me. We'll we'll link it in the uh, we'll link it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so they basically, again, and then, and then with this, with this further on into the DVD, you know, you get, you see all the personalities, you see all the people that they tour with, the sound guys, the, you know, the text that the guitar text, the drum text, all that. Mm-hmm. And 
And do uh, <laughs> no, you remember the part where he's sitting with uh, what's the big was the big guy? You remember the big guy that was the that was the tech oh, and the merch? Oh, the merch yeah. guy. Yeah. So he was sitting yeah. with the merch guy, and they're sitting in there. And he goes, he goes. So what are we gonna do today? And he goes, he goes, he goes. What time is it? Twelve thirty. <laughs> Oh, let's smoke some weed. <laughs> and, oh, it's time. It's time. So he goes. He goes. He goes. Oh, he goes. Man. Fuck eating. He's like, let's just smoke pot, <laughs> dude. And the thing is, like, at some point, I was like, man, I don't think these guys are just hamming it up for this DVD. No, like, they're not. You, you almost really just got the feeling, like, no, this is just the normal, like, Do you every have day. Weird smells in your hair that you don't want there. Try and Should then I, they edit out the and name. Ozium is what it's Oz- actually Oz- called. Try Ozium. But he's like, it's great. And then he spray and then he sprays it, and it goes and looks like it goes in Trevor's eyes. Brian does it. Yeah. And he's like, so. So back to the other guy. Mm. So they're sitting at the table and he goes, we don't eat your meat and your cheese. And that's the fuck it. And he goes, the fuck it. it. Period. <laughs> Done. I don't want to taste your hot dogs and my fucking bacon. He's like, just got all I ask is that you just clean off the George Foreman. Like, fuck. <laughs> oh my God. Like he's like sitting there like scraping it. And he's like, you got to scrape out of it control off. Already. <laughs> This like is that awesome. whole thing, we've this only watched that thing like five or 50, six times. I think I've watched it like twelve times. Well, I was gonna say five or six times by about times ten or 12 yeah. Maybe. We've each we watched this probably like twenty times. Dude, but I've done any, a lot but, of. But anyways, um, <laughs> but anyways, so so we get further into the DVD. Yeah. You know, you get to see you know how much respect all the like label and all the people have for them. Mm-hmm. Like they they like to fool around and stuff. But they also like to get the job done. They also like to, you very know, they're they're out there. Like, they're yeah. very business like. They're very mm-hmm. hit for hit every night, like Shannon says in the DVD. Yeah. He's he's just like yeah, hit for hit every time. Yeah. Um. So I have to talk about this. So the people that haven't seen the DVD, these guys are like big kids at this time. Yeah. So on the DVD, they they talk <laughs> about how they got kicked out of Toys R Us. That was a funny. They part, though, but yeah. this time they go. They did it. They're like they come out of they, they come out of the Toys R Us and they're they're like chewing a huge like jawbreaker gum or whatever and he goes oh it's so much gum and he spits it out remember <laughs> oh, on yeah, the ground right. and he spits it out <laughs> yeah he got it out of the gumball machine yeah he like, got it out of the oh, gumball yeah. machine he goes and it, and Bart comes out he goes yeah. yeah we did pretty good this time didn't get didn't get kicked out <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was he like. Like I think Bart like fell or no he punched the door at the the one church venue and, and he goes and he goes it punched back and it punched back <laughs> and then and then he was talking about casting the shit out of his dick and everything because he was like he was like he goes I don't know like he's like I I think it'd be like really fucking cool if like after like this cast came off I just had the power glove underneath of this and they and they digitally <laughs> put I don't know if you guys remember this but in back in the eighties they yeah. had a, that a game controller called the power glove so. They digitally was, put the, yeah, he's yeah, like, he's yeah. like, can you put digitally put the power glove here? And they like put they it did. right on the screen for like five seconds. Uh, it's great. And it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, and then like, here I'll, I'll, I'll quote Bart <laughs> driving on a bus is really cool. Living La Vida Loca. Basically. Basically. <laughs> basically mind blowing. <laughs> so getting back that to the test. That may or may not be actually like somewhat, you know, 
I guess, yeah. But anyways, yeah, this is like, you don't even need, you're not even going to need to watch the DVD when you're done with this episode. No, I would recommend everybody actually watch it. We're just, we're just reminiscing on the good times. So, so the, uh, so one of the other, one of the other parts that was super cool. (laughs) So, uh, Black Dahlia went on a tour with around the same time, went on tour with a band that we've mentioned before on, on one of these episodes, Mm -hmm. uh, it's called between the barrier to me. They went on tour with them. So they're all getting tattoos Mm-hmm. On their calves, that say what was it? That was uh, hold on, uh, was it? It was from was it from Point Break? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, it was uh, radical. Oh, re- yeah, something by radical. Uh, it was live to live to get radical. Live to get or live to be like live to get radical. Live to be radical. Anyways, he yeah. said he never ta- the the tattoo artist said he never tattooed radical, and then it was that day he tattooed five guys with radical. Live to be live to get radical. I think is what it was. Yeah, see. But anyway, so so they, so they tattooed and 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 the lead singer BT Bam walks in and he just says he goes yeah you should just get a just get a tattoo of a cheese it on your palm and you just put it right on the middle of your face <laughs> and then the, the tattoo artist pulls out a phone with a picture of a kid with the t- the Black Dahlia Murders logo tattooed all over all over his chest and Trevor just goes looks in the camera and he goes he goes dude you have no he's like no shame he's like man fucking call me i mean like come on man <laughs> something like that but like the the yeah, the mm-hmm. black dollar fans they at that time they when they were getting big they have no shame they just they'd let, let you know what's up <laughs> and, so and rick awesome. would agree with, with me there I, it's just one of those all around like you know just you know good people i mean that's really the only way to say it and I, like yeah we we all have our demons in life but like overall those guys you know were just they were they're doing the the good metal ambassador thing and you know like that's the only way i can think to even say it i mean absolutely you know making sure that you know people don't think all of us metal heads are you know just a bunch of evil shitheads and you know like that was just you know i don't know that that's my own personal thought on it i yeah i totally agree with you there yeah Um, it was funny like actually you know kind of a anecdotal like you know like me at work and you know, I work in you know construction basically and you know, commercial carpenter and everything. But what was it? Uh, basically, nobody's ever complained about my music and everything up until this week and everything. I was playing, you know, I was arguably playing something you know a little heavier than I probably should have, not knowing you know the other guys on the job site, but. Oh yeah, that other DVD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll bring that up. That was with the 3D glasses in it. Yeah, yeah, red, we'll, the red and blue old school. Yeah, 3D we'll we'll, glasses, we'll talk about yeah. that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so like you know, long story short of it, I actually had the superintendent on the job site like ask me to like not play my metal, and I was just like, "Fuck, man!" Like if I went up to somebody and asked them to stop playing their pop music or their country music, they would lose their minds. But you know, us metalheads were told to you know turn our metal off and everything and nobody even thinks even anything of it and they're like man i just right. i just can't take it like uh, make you make you murder somebody or kill no. somebody if you listen to it as well no, the, yeah that yeah no my favorite yeah. so to get off on a little bit of a tan i know we're gonna get off yeah. a little tangent here but I, i'm gonna i'm gonna add to that mm-hmm. so so one of my favorite things to do mm-hmm. is when i'm driving and it's the summertime mm-hmm. and i'm and i mainly when i come home from work because I, I get i hit all these lights coming home from work and I yeah. don't live very far from where from where I where my job is, so sometimes nice. I like to come on. I just I try to find the most brutal <laughs> thing on my phone, and then I just I plug it in because I have old school. I have an 
08 car, so it mm-hmm. just has the auxiliary jack. I don't have nice. like Bluetooth or anything because I'm poor. Um, it's better though. It I is, argue, yeah. It's so a direct analog connection, right? So, mm-hmm. so I, sometimes I go up and I'll just pick like the most brutal song. I'll turn up like twenty five, <laughs> and I'll just awesome. sit there, and then people just look at me like, "What in the hell is wrong with you?" And I'll be like, "Good." That's you funny. get to guess what you get to hear it because guess what everybody else is hearing it and you're yeah. the only one complaining. But guess what it's really exactly. funny because I'm just trying to get a reaction out of you. Ha ha. Uh, yeah, it, it it really is that that's really kind of funny for me because because it's just it's just funny to see other people's reactions like oh my god like this kid who does not look like he would listen to metal it looks like he listens to the worst thing ever and I'm like well you do realize that metalheads are like the nicest people ever so right. Let me go check one thing here. Just keep on going. I want yeah. to make sure we're still recording. Yeah, you're you're good. We can edit that out. So the one thing that I can say about uh, is about BDM is that they always knew how to have a good time. Um, never, there was never a doubt. I mean, like like I said before, they were really really serious about what they do. Really serious about their craft. And finding out this week that you know Trevor was basically the sole person behind their merchandise designs which is absolutely insane and um rico i can have you add on to that about how the Mm. you know the merchandise designs of that that were pretty much strictly from trevor that he came up with yeah yeah Yeah, they were pretty much strictly from him which is i just never realized that before until just recent no he was basically in charge of all the designs right 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 I mean, if that, I mean, it might have just been looking and knowing what he liked. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't Mm -hmm. know what the extent was, but. He probably had a lot Mm -hmm. of influences off of other bands, a lot of influences off like horror movies and stuff like that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Big horror buff, big Nintendo gamer. Um, So we'll get back. Let's get, let's, let's, let's dive right Mm -hmm. back into that, the DVD that we were talking about, the Majesty DVD. So, so basically it kind of runs through, you know, it runs through their tour that they did in 08 or whatever. And then they did a European tour after that. They went overseas. Well, they actually did the European tour was before, but they was kind of later on in the DVD. They kind of just broke it up or whatever. Hmm. So then they came back, you know, or whatever. And they, they were doing, um, I don't even remember what the tour was, but do you remember, you remember the part where there, they had the, uh, what's the, what's the, what's the power push up thing where like you push down and like twisted. Remember? Oh yeah, the power push-ups. And, uh, yeah. yeah, because they Shannon twist. Had them. Yeah, because like, when had you go and they were down trying to get and then you twist your arms and everything, it gives you a, like a really good mm-hmm. push-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a song, and I believe it's <laughs> when they did. I believe the song was called "Death Mask Divine," and uh, that's also from Nocturnal. But we will talk about other albums later. I know we're still stuck on this one, but this is mm-hmm. just a basically jumping-off <laughs> point for me. So. Um, they have a, everybody said, "Everybody show us your muscles." You know, they like, everybody show us your muscles. We want to yeah. see how strong you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and they and they and they do it every every show every every single show. Brian will get on the microphone and you're like, "Let's see what fucking Ohio does. Let's see what they do. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever you know." So so um, so everybody would just mm-hmm. you know just be like show off their muscles and everything. And that's just kind of another thing that yeah that basically tells me the fact that these dudes are on our level. They really give a shit about about us. I mean, you know, they'll be right. There there'll be a lot of there's there's some metalheads that are, I will I will say that I have met. They're snooty. At best, right? But these guys were super down to earth. I mean, I've I met pretty much 
yeah. met pretty much every one of them. I didn't meet Brian, but I met everyone, every one of them pretty much. So. Everyone acting like goobers together. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean like that's that's absolutely. a term that gets thrown around quite a bit you know, on Blast Fiends. You know, and that's the so, so Blast Fiends <laughs> is their group that exists on Facebook, uh, mm-hmm. which I'm a part of. I don't participate in a lot of conversations on there. Mm-hmm. But what I will say... Is this actually that's perfect? It's a, this is a perfect lead-in. Good segue. It's a there, good, yeah. good, great segue. So <laughs> I don't remember the exact year, but I want. I'm going to say 2012, and mm-hmm. I'm going to put it in that realm. So it was right after they released their album mm-hmm. Ritual in 2011. They were about to write another record, and then they were about to go on tour. Yeah, maybe maybe thir- might have been 13. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. So what ended up happening was they put out a message to all of their fans they said we want to see your merch collection and they ended up what ended up happening was they basically just put in uh here i have like i actually have a picture of mine mm-hmm. i just have a sticker the shirt i'm actually currently wearing right now mm-hmm. the dvd a couple concert tickets uh one of the albums a wristband so they told me that they thought mine was like really really diverse even though i did not have very much from there from mm-hmm. them at the time so what ended up happening mm-hmm. is they picked twelve people. I think twelve, maybe maybe less than that, maybe like nine yeah. people, and <laughs> they they basically just sent you like mm-hmm. I like I'm looking at it right now, and it's from my old room when I lived at home. That's mm-hmm. how long ago this was. Yeah, this was like 2013. I'm getting that vibe off it. So they sent me a hoodie, like four or five shirts, a long and one of them was a long sleeve. A big giant sticker, and then I got three original album prints. Oh, that's right. And these three album prints are framed in my in my basement from Nocturnal, which came out in 07, Deflorate, which came out in 09, and Ritual, which came out in 2011. I'm actually wearing the hat, and I'm not a hat guy. Rick will Rick will no, this. Yeah. this. I'm um, not always either, but yeah. No, but you are more hot, so than me. Yeah, but the thing is, is I uh, to be honest with you, I would have never bought these shirts because I'm mm. pretty much a. I like the logo, nice the band, yeah. <laughs> the hat's pretty freaking cool. It's got it says Ritual on it, nice. and then on the side it says uh, it just has the Black Dahlia Murder logo, and it's got a resizable thing. It's not like a one size fits all, but no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's an adjustable, the snappy. What plastic. was what was cool about this mm. is then after that after I won all this stuff, they. Mm. I actually got into contact with like two or three of the people that won alongside and I still have followed them on Instagram and I still talk to them sometimes, but nice. it's really cool to interact with people. You're like, I've never interact with this person ever. Right. So they would. So one day they said, Oh, Hey, all the, all the people who won, you need to go like, we, you need to follow us on, uh, in, on the instas. Mm. So I like, I went and followed them and I, like I said, I started talking to this one girl and you know, still to this day, I, I every once in a while, if you put a black Talia thing up, I'll be like, "Oh, hey, this is cool." You know, right on. Nice. But it was, it was, <laughs> it was super cool. Let me see if that's. Yeah, mm. it was 2013. That I can was, confirm. Yeah, it's been. I can sh- confirm because already nine years. Because look at that picture. Okay, so there's a picture I'm showing Rick on my phone of a of a Meshuga ticket that yeah? I went to in 2013, and the next picture is the merch is the merch grab. Nice. So I get this box and I'm like, man, what the hell is this? Because all I was thinking was getting, I was gonna get like a shirt or maybe like, yeah, yeah. maybe like a CD or something. Nope. But they end up sending me about, <laughs> shit, I don't know, hundred dollars, two hundred dollars worth of free shit. It's pretty awesome. It's which like, is, it covered my entire bed. So if that tells you anything. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. If, yeah, I know you remember that. I, yeah. I remember the spread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like all the things, and you're just and, like. 
And the, sh- and the shirt that I'm wearing right now was the original shirt that I bought, and it has just has the yeah. the logo is just massive on the top of the chest. It's nice. it's really fantastic. <laughs> so if that that'll bring me to um, mm-hmm. that this brings me to another uh, point or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. They never put out a bad album. Never. No. That's the thing. Like yeah. you can rate them and do all that fun stuff, but mm-hmm. I, in my personal opinion, which is there was a lot of that in the last episode, one of the last episodes we did. Yeah. There was never a bad album. I mean, you can rate them and everything. Oh, this one, you know, this one doesn't have the best production, whatever. Meh. But I'm like, still good. Though. Doesn't matter. Doesn't yeah. matter. It was amazing. Everything, everything they put out was good. Right. And I know that's subjective, but at the same time, though, I think a lot of people would probably agree. Like they stayed true to their fans. They stayed true to their they what pretty they much were. Didn't, pretty much didn't change their sound. Yeah. Good stuff. That well done. Well done. Joe. So so yeah. I mean yeah. Yeah, so they you know they went through some lineup changes, but they really like Rico said they didn't really you know they didn't really change a lot of their sound. Mm-hmm. It had a lot to do lots to do with who Trevor knew. He just knew people, and he liked to talk to people. So yeah, but the 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 next thing I think I think we will go we'll go one more DVD, and then I think we we can move on to uh, what the, the about how he affected you know yeah. f- the future of metal. Mm-hmm. So the next DVD basically the same along the same lines. <laughs> Um, it was called Fool em All, and it came out in uh, 2014. Featured a new guitarist, uh, Ryan Knight, a new bass player, Max Devell, I believe is his name, uh, and uh, Alan Cassidy, and then everybody else pretty much stayed the same. You know, you had Brian mm. and uh, Trevor. You know, they just they were the staples. Mm. So the best part is is when they go and they're on Warp Tour, and Brian starts talking about the uh, what's the what's the uh, the pat the the, the, the wipes when they had to go shit. You remember that when he was talking about that? He goes, these are essential. You must have these. Yeah, yeah, the ass wipes. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, he goes, he goes, because yeah, basically, yeah, they're basically glorified baby wipes. Yeah, that was the best part. That was one of the best parts. But Trevor would, Trevor got on there and he, and they played Warp Tour in 2013. And they were like, well, they were shocked, and they they got the invite, and they're like, we're gonna scare the the pants off these kids. Oh, that that's that was that when you're right. Oh yeah, God. yeah. He was talking about the wipes because it was like excruciating. Preparation hot. H wipes. Is that what it was? Yeah. Because he was like, he goes, you swamp ass. You know, he was <laughs> talking about the swamp ass or something like that. He goes, yeah, like, on oh tour. He goes, yeah, I have that, and then oh you just, God. and then you know it's warp tour, and it's gonna be everything's gonna be outside, so it's gonna be hot as hell. Yeah, but they were literally the only like death metal band on the yeah, entire that's correct. Road, right? That's correct. And like, so, and he's on stage, <laughs> and, like, and he goes, he goes, it's fucking death metal. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, which is true. That's Trevor in a nutshell. Yeah, say. and and if you've ever, if, if any of the listeners out there have ever seen the, this DVD, mm-hmm. you actually got a pair of 3D glasses, and they were hilarious. There's they would, a couple few parts where they did that. You have to like literally put the glasses on, and they shoot hot dogs at you, and they're just yeah. like. They're, they're like 3D glasses time. Put them on, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that like it's Duck like, Hunter song, hell? basically. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to rewatch that one. I actually bought that one on purpose because I was like, this is going to be one of those. I was like, okay. It, it wasn't right. as long, but the but but, but the, the the value was there. It was it was still another Black Tally DVD, it? so you knew you were going to get you know, you're gonna some good shit. Was that the one? Did we get... 
we went and got those at Best Buy, didn't we? That's correct. Yeah, okay, that yes. was that one. Okay, because yeah, I think we, we bought them in Best Buy in 2014. Yeah. So I only have a couple of band DVDs, and then like I, I have, have that like, Chimera so I, Christmas 10, I think. I have that. We we, we were in that DVD. We by were the way. in that one. Not yeah. to get super sidetracked, but like that's the reason I wanted to make sure to buy correct because we knew we were going to be on it. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so so uh, so yeah, getting into that more into that DVD. I mean they. They basically just, you know, like I said, they scared the pants off people. They introduced people to some new stuff. And all the, also, people in the DVD were like, oh, we're only here for them. Right. So, uh, it mean, is what it is. Mm-hmm, for sure. It was another fun DVD. We have not, obviously, have not seen that one as much. Yeah. Um, but that one still has a good effect on, mm-hmm. on us. It was, it was very cool to see that at the time that they were still <laughs> kicking it. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah. Kicking it around and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they... They they that that uh, the album they put out when they released that DVD into the uh, it was called Ever Black. No, Ever Black was good. Yeah, one of one of uh, they have they have one of my favorite songs, and I know this is gonna sound really this this one kind of hits hits home here because so Trevor talked about this and he said he said I've never really wrote a song about uh, the meaning of our band name. But this kind of is one of the only ones that will ever relate to that, and it comes from their Ever Black album. Mm-hmm. This the opening track from the uh, from Ever Black. It's called "In Hell's Where She Waits for Me." Okay, and it's kind of weird now hearing that one oh, that he's passed. Yeah. So I just thought I'd throw that out there for a little tidbit of information. But yeah, I was kind of looking at that, and I was like, oh, yeah. And so and bad. to be honest with you. That's one of my favorite songs by them because yeah. it's just it. They hit so hard, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it doesn't sound like. And I'm gonna, I'll be, I'll be honest with you again. Yeah, it does not sound like any of their other stuff. And no, that's, that's good stuff because like even when it isn't and like everything, and it's still one of those where it hits hard. Because like, usually man. you're gonna get like a three and a half, four minute song. This thing's mm-hmm. like five minutes. That's long for them. Oh shit. Yeah, I think it's long for wow, them. I, Could I be wrong, but. But I, I absolutely, yeah. when I heard that song, I was like, "Yeah, whoa!" Because mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting it. I'm ex- at the track three into the Ever Black is like pretty much what I what I would expect. I think it's not track three, maybe uh, track four. Yes, I don't it's know. Three. Oh, just three. Okay, cool. Yep. All right. But um, yeah, just the amount of just just this kind of like I guess I guess mm-hmm. you want to say this kind of like leads into my next point is how recruitable. He he! How how well known in a name he is to where he'd be like, oh yeah, I know that guy. Uh, is he, do you know if he's good? Yeah, yeah, he, he can handle it. Yeah, you can, can play all the parts. Yeah, absolutely. So that goes into the newest, uh, the mm-hmm. new newest guitar player that came in on uh, the eighth album called uh, Night. Uh, I think it's eight, right? Is this on right? Mm, I think so. Let me double check. Called here. Night uh, Nightbringers came out in. 2017. Yeah, you got it. Wow, look at you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even looking at it. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, let me count here. That's one. Well, the demo, I don't guess. So, guess so you go, okay, so here, I'll run them off. Studio. I'll run them off for you. I don't even have to, I don't have to look. Mm-hmm. Unhallowed, Miasma, Nocturnal, Deflorate, Ritual, Everblack, You're almost there. Nightbringers, Verminous. You skipped Abysmal. And Abysmal. Yeah, Abysmal's in there in 2015, right? Uh, For Abysmal, yep. 
2015. Yeah, I knew I missed Abysmal. Nightbringers yeah. was 2017. Yep. And then Vernon Abysmal. Yeah, Abysmal. The so, so I will say this, and I'm probably going to get shit for it. Out of everything that I've heard, and, and this album was amazing, still to me, it was it was the one that felt a little off. That Nightbringers album? No, Abysmal. Abysmal, okay. Felt a little bit off to me, but the thing is, is, is it's just it, you're 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 gonna. But I mean, off is a subjective thing. It's very subjective, and the thing is, is it's kind of a weird thing for me to say because I know I said in the beginning there wasn't a bad album. There wasn't. No, it doesn't mean it's bad. And there's and there's not a bad song. It just it has a little bit a little bit of a different feel to me, in 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 my personal opinion. And that feels off to you. So it doesn't mean that it's It's, off. It doesn't mean it's off for everybody. Absolutely not. No. 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 That's just Uh my. That's my personal take. Mm-hmm. So. Right on. But anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. I know I missed I missed the one there. So oh, I know I'm looking at a list, so I wouldn't I'm, remember them that well off the top of my head. I'm like, I'm like, well, you missed the one. You're like you, you <laughs> asshole. According to darklyrics.com here. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> you're funny. So so uh, with that with that being said, um, mm-hmm. I think this would be a good time to. Um, you know, get into you know some of the some of the tributes, some of the things that uh, people have said about him, at least that I've read oh, personally yeah, in like, the last few days. So I, it's going to kind of tie back to um, his influence on the underground. Um, so I'm going to have Rico read this one because it is it is a huge. This is a huge compliment, and as I actually listened to this band because of him, right. When I went and saw Black Dahlia in, in October of last year with a few other bands, uh, Rivers of Nile and uh, After the Burial, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I went and saw that um, with, one, with another friend. Um, shout out Amy. Yeah, She'll oh, be listening yeah. to this episode. I already know. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is from a Hi, band Amy. called <laughs> Undeath. I know, Rick does it too. So fellow, fellow, music, yep. fellow musician's sister. So, so we got yes. uh, this band called Undeath. They're from New York, uh, Rochester, New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would classify them as a baby cannibal corpse. They are mm-hmm. very underground, very raw, death metal, old school sounding. Mm-hmm. So I'll have him, I'll have him read this, and uh, we'll go from there. All right, Let's see what we got here. Okay, so this, this is was... directly from their band's Instagram page, Undeath New York. Undeath. Yeah, well, that's their uh, Instagram, Instagram handle. Name. So Undeath is the name of the band. Then. Correct. Absolutely. That's right, yes. So we got uh, their message here on the Instagrams is, we love you so much, Trevor. Thank you for your passion, your generosity, your humor, your immense talent, and your indomitable spirit. There we go. When this band was nothing, just Kyle, Matt, and I rolling around in Kyle's Astro van, too broke to even buy a tuner pedal, you were the first person to ever ride for us. When we needed someone with a killer voice to bring lesions home, you were the first and only name on our list. I know I've thanked you a billion times for all this, but I wish I got to tell you at least one more time how much you changed our lives. Wow, man, that's yeah. You took us out on the first big tour we ever did and gave us experiences that we will all cherish and remember for the rest of our lives. That meant everything to us. It still does. It always will. To everyone else, hold your people close. Never let them forget how much you love them, 
how important their life is to yours. We're all that we have. Rest easy, Trevor, as long as there's a young metalhead out there getting introduced to the good stuff by someone even the tiniest fraction as cool and inspiring as you. You'll never really be gone. Wow. That hits. Yeah, I read that I read that the other day. I I this is I would be lying to you if I didn't have to, to tell you I had tears rolling down my yeah. face when I started re-listening to the discography on Thursday. Yeah. But um uh, there were happy tears because I knew what I knew what he meant to the scene. I knew what he meant to me and other metalheads out there. Just like he read he read from that band. Uh mm-hmm. they meant the he, they meant the world to that band. He he just he just knew how to talk to people. He knew that how to how to find bands. He's old school as there is. Mm. I mean, now that you have the internets, but right, but you it's know, a little bit different. But it, he was bridging that gap from the old absolutely. school into the new school. Yes. And everything. yes. And that is directly from Undeath's uh, Instagram page, um, right. Undeath New York. Undeath NY is there as their handle, and we'll yeah. reference that in the show notes as well. Right. Yeah. So, so it's actually a verified. Yes. So posted. so when 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 Rico was talking about lesions. Mm-hmm. They, did you know the uh, what, what they meant by that? Was so, that one of their songs? That is one of their songs, and yeah. Trevor did a part in it. Yeah, yeah, because it was in the quotes, so I figured it was a song title yep. or anything. So yep. he did a guest spot on. He that did a event. guest spot, and, and guess what? Deal, yeah, that personally leads into another um, mm-hmm. another thing I want to talk about. He was a absolute monster on mm-hmm. on many, 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 many songs. Um, he did the undeath track, which we just mentioned. Yeah. He also did a track for, uh, in fairy, which we've mentioned as well on this podcast before, which (laughs) he, in the, in the video, he played the devil's voice or something. I don't even remember what it was, but it was, Mm -hmm. it's a, some kind of fictional character, but that he hit in in, in, in just an insane range. Mm. People would left and right would be like, Oh, he crushed it on this one. Oh, he crushed it on this one. Oh, he, cr-. and you have to listen to it. Mm-hmm. His voice is very distinct. It's very unique. Um, in a way, mm-hmm. would it, would it, it doesn't sound like him, but in a way he was unique to the scene, kind of like Wayne static. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like you, you recognized his voice and whatever he did a singing spot. Yeah. And you're just like, Oh shit. You know, it's, you know, okay. it's coming. <laughs> you know what's coming. You know what you're gonna get. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, so it yeah. was it was very very expected. You know, you were gonna get an an, an A plus performance no matter what. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there have some that I haven't heard yet that were that I need to check out. But for the mm-hmm. most part, I mean, every one of them that I've heard right. has been amazing. Oh, it, for sure. Just nothing short of that. So, yeah. so his contributions <laughs> will uh, will live on forever. Um, yeah. I'll probably read off a couple more here that I that I thought that were very um, mm. very worthwhile. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'll take it from a. And I'm going to go again to a, like a newer person. Right, right. Um, this man is he's absolutely destroying everything in his path. He is a a vocalist for um, I wouldn't say up and coming because they've been around for a little bit of time, but he's revived them. Mm-hmm. His name is Will Ramos, mm, yes. and uh, his Instagram handle is the Will Ramos. He had a he had a post about about him and and the line that stood out. It says something along the lines of, um, "Reach out, don't like don't." I can't even remember what exactly what it was, but he says it says "Reach out, don't uh, don't let those people drift far away" or something like that. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So give me a second here. I'm gonna pull up the exact. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Standing by. Standing by. Standing by. <laughs> Stand by. Standing by. So, yeah, and then they. It's a lot of hold your your dear friends close. Yeah. And is the sentiment of a lot of everybody's, you know, remembrance. So here's what he had to say. Mm -hmm. Today we lost an absolute icon to the metal scene. I can't believe this happened. Rest in fucking peace to one of my biggest inspirations growing up. Rest in peace, Trevor Sternad. You will not be forgotten. And this is the line I was talking about. Mm -hmm. This is from his Twitter page. If you know someone struggling, reach out a hand. Do not wait around. Right. And that couldn't even be more true to this day. It really is tough. And I mean, like I, I, without belaboring the point and really, like it is, unfortunately mental health is something that is, it's hard for everybody to want to talk about. And, I mean, and I'll just speak personally, like it's a tough, tough subject. And I mean, it's one of those, I get it. You know, it's, 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 you know, I, I, I wish it wasn't such a taboo thing for people to want to discuss and, make sure that everybody's all doing good and, everything, mm -hmm. and everybody wanting to reach out and make sure all their loved ones are okay and everything. But yeah, that's the thing is, is yeah. that I've learned that, yeah. you know, during the last couple of years, you mm -hmm. know, you kind of realize who your real friends are. Mm -hmm. Um, the people who will reach out, who will do yeah. anything for you, no matter what they'll drop, they'll do something for you at the drop of a hat. Mm -hmm. Uh, they'll check in on you, make sure you're okay. Is yeah. I mean I've had I I have a couple friends that are like that one that mm. I you know this guy's sitting across the table from me like all the <sighs> time so uh, and then also a friend yeah. that lives real super close to me and I won't I won't give name on I won't give name on air but she knows who yeah. she is so mm -hmm. I'll just and she mm -hmm. is always has always she's always been there for me mm -hmm. over the last like four or five years and uh, it means a lot I wouldn't be where I'm at without. Mm -hmm. Or be as strong as I as I think that I am. Good friends and everything. yeah, they just just make sure you have your hold your friends close, your family close, and yeah. and if you're if you're struggling, don't be afraid to reach out. And then yeah. if they if you notice that they're struggling, don't be afraid to be like, hey, um, you yeah. doing okay? Everything okay on your end? I mean, yeah. do you, is, you, is there something that you want to talk about? I mean, I know that's a little bit cliche, but it but that's in reality. Like I've had to do that. Mm -hmm. I have I've had to reach out just because I know. Yeah. That what these, if it, cause I want to see mm -hmm. when I say something, well, how will this person react? Will they actually give a shit? Mm -hmm. Will they actually care what I have to say? But the, these, these, yeah. these friends that I'm speaking of, they have reached, they, they've reached out and I've done the same for them. Cause I knew they do the same for me. So be that good friend. I mean, you know, yeah. It's good to have that good friend, yep. but also be that good friend. You know, and so. Yeah. I mean, that goes without saying, but, uh, sure. so we'll get back to, mm -hmm. you know, we'll get back to talking a little bit more about tre Trevor and then we'll probably wrap this guy up. But, uh, I got a funny story. I'll sure, it's, sure. It's one of those, it's a, yeah. it's a good fun, it's feel good. good story. You know, so we'll end on that. Then, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want to mention a couple more things, but yeah, go for yeah. it. Shoot. Oh, man. you want me to just go ahead and do it? Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm all yours. Let's, let's, right, let's, right, let's right. see. What's, what's, what's the, uh, what's the feel good? Okay. The feel good story. Feel so good. Let's, let's get back to the positive. Uh, not to say that that isn't all positive too. Right. You know, like, let's get, let's lighten it up. <laughs> yeah, no, you're yeah, good. Yeah. You're good. But yeah, no. So, okay. Uh, this is getting back to, you know, like just that whole, like not wanting to fangirl and not act like, you know, sure. like, like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my mm -hmm. God. Oh my God. Like, 
So <laughs> we were, I didn't even remember which show it was at. It was, we just was happened it the summer to see. Was it the Summer Slaughter in Detroit, right? It was probably that one, yes. Yeah, it was Summer Slaughter in Detroit because he was wearing a hat. He was, yes, wearing, a, like, he was a, wearing a hat and he was just kind of just incognito. flying around yeah. incognito and everything, as you would expect. Didn't want to draw attention to himself. And you and I saw him and knew well enough to know, hey, don't be dipshits. Don't be like, Trevor, fuck yeah. So me being cool, uh, you know, and not wanting to be an ass and be like, you know, drawing attention to him. Like as he was walking by, cause I was like, dude, like, I think you pointed it out to me. And I was like, dude, I was like, dude fuck that's yeah, Trevor. that is Trevor. You're right. Dude, that's Trevor. So I was just like, Hey, you know, he's just a person like us. And you know, I'm like, I wanted to be able to just sneakily give him like the, Hey, what's going on, man? Like just kind of acknowledge that like I knew who he was, but not draw attention. So I kind of just did that, like, casual, like, you know, as he was walking by, I was like, hey, what's going on, brother? And I fist pounded him, and he, like, fist bumped me, and then he was just, like, looking at me like, fuck, like, ah, too much weed, where do I know you from? And I was just like, like, I didn't want to be like, I didn't want to draw attention to right, him, I didn't right, want to be right. like, I didn't want to say nothing, but I was just like, no, 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 I'm just being cool, right. just being chill, man, mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh shit! I just I just made Trevor think he's like forgetting like meeting me like a long time ago. I was like, no right. no no, fuck! <laughs> so I felt kind of bad about it. I was just like, okay, abort mission, abort mission. I was just like, oh no. It was funny because <laughs> I was just like, I was just yeah. trying to be cool and be like, hey, what's going on, man? Like, yeah. and just like leave it alone. But like, it just turned into like a fuck where do I know you from? And I was like, you don't know me. You don't know me at all. I just know that your music's awesome. I'm oh shit. My bad. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) And I I wasn't as bad. bad Honestly, honestly, it wasn't as bad. He just, he gave him the, I kind of saw it in the corner of my eye. (laughs) He gave him the fist pump and he kind of looked at him like, where the hell do I know you from? And then he just kind of kept walking. But because, because, because after that, you're just thinking in your head, you're like, oh, did I mess up? Did I mess no, up? No, it wasn't like that, but I was just like, oh, man, do, do you re- I just made him wonder who, where the fuck he met me at. And do like, you, so th- do you remember the last time that we met him, we talked to him, which was in, I think, 2016 or 2017, when we went to, uh, we went and saw them play, and I believe, um, was it? Or I was believe, it that other one? Believe that it was like Entheos, and um, Entheos opened for them, I think. I think it was the one where Black Dahlia opened. No, no, no. They, they no, 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 no. There was no, one no. where they opened. And yeah, it pissed us off because they were like playing, and it was like the oh, doors. No, 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 right no. Before. That no, that was that was Death Clock. That was when Ryan that Knight was, was still with. Him yeah, but this too. is okay. So this no, the show that My we were bad, talking about. One. Okay, the show that we're talking about. It was Ryan okay. Knight's last show, and we didn't know at the time. That's right. Yeah, yeah and I'm right. pretty sure it was. Yeah, it was 2015, 2016, somewhere in that area. 2015, okay. I believe. Antheos played, I think they were one of the openers. Okay. And I don't remember who the other bands were, but I was like, oh, these, I heard who was in the band. So I was like, oh, it's Naveen and Chaney. And then Excellent. Malcolm from Inferi was uh, actually in the band at the time as well. He did mm-hmm. like a tour or two with them. Um, insane, guitars, insane guitar yeah. player. So mm. we, Rico and I were just, you know, kind of just hanging out after the show. Mm. You know, we were just chilling, you know, waiting to see, you know, talk to people. And they yeah. had almost all the merch tables tore down. Mm-hmm. We're just hanging out. It's in the Agora, by the way, in Cleveland. Oh, yeah, that's right. So yeah. then we're just, you know, we're just standing there right at the corner where the ballroom is. But before you, it's kind of have a, like an in-between to like where the theater and the ballroom is like a little walkway you a walk through. Yeah, a little lobby area. This was yeah. before they remodeled it uh, a couple years ago. That's right. And we're just standing there and Rico's like, oh, shit, it's Trevor. 
<laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? Oh, crap. Oh, uh, boy. Here we so, go again. So, so we had our awkward, you know, I was going to like fangirl, but now at this point, you know, Rico and I being in a band, you know, we had, that thought came into our mind, but yeah. we looked at him and we were like, Trevor, thank you, man. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank mm-hmm. you for what you do for us. And he goes, dude, he goes, yeah, man. He goes, how you guys doing tonight? You guys doing well? You guys, you guys have a good time? We're like, absolutely, yes. man. Absolutely. <laughs> it's so much fun. Yeah. And we gave fist pounds and, you know, we like, he goes, well, hey guys, uh, thanks for, he goes, thanks for coming out. Uh, have a safe travel home or whatever. Drink a beer for me or something like yeah. that. And Rico and I both gave him a fist pound and we went on our way and it was, it was everything we wanted it to be because we didn't fuck it up. It was a casual, like, just like, keep it cool. We're all just people here, you know, like, and the, and the, and the part once again, that I, that I can't reiterate enough is that the more stories that I read, it just can kind of just went off of that point is that this man had a heart of gold Mm -hmm. and he gave and he gave and he gave. And honestly, he, you know, those are the ones that you kind of, kind of like look out for the charismatic, the strong, um, they, they have hearts of gold. He just, you just never know. And he's, uh, He's another he's another legend for me in my in my book Gone Too Soon and he was yeah. one of my our I should say generation's uh, mm. biggest metal influencers. Yeah. Yeah. So so um there uh, is there anything else that you'd like to add to uh to his to his legacy? I mean, cuz I mean, it, this can always be an ongoing remembrance. I mean, it Absolutely. doesn't have to be just this. No, I know, but this is kind of strictly for... Really wanted to just yeah. make sure to be like, hey, we're going to miss you, brother, even though we didn't know you as well as other people do and everything. Like, we, we felt like we, we knew you, you know, I, enough to know that you were a good dude and everything and, you know, see you on the other side, brother, you know? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah. So... Cheers up, everybody, uh, in remembrance to uh, Mr. Trevor Sternad from the Black Dahlia Murder. And uh, we'll never forget yep. you, buddy. Absolutely. See you on the other side, man. Yep. Rest in peace, brother. Yep. And keep on keeping on. Keep on making, uh, keep on playing your Nintendo. Keep on uh, mm-hmm. collecting metal shirts and keep mm-hmm. on uh, listening to your Cannibal Corpse, man. It, it'll, uh, we'll see you. We'll see yeah. you soon. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah everybody can remember Trevor and everything. You know, just keep doing all the things that are, you know, you just be nice to memory, your, right? yeah, be nice, be nice to your fellow man and, mm-hmm. and just, and checking up, check, check, and, and keep it metal and checking on your yeah. friends when you can. I would say keep it metal should encapsulate all that. You know, absolutely. Cool absolutely, man. So. That sounds good. This was a, mm-hmm. this is, this was unexpected, but this was a good, nice, yeah. a nice, uh, remembrance. Uh, absolutely. wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. For sure. All right, man. man. So in that, in that regard, um, uh, it's been real, man. It once again, has, once man. again, uh, mm-hmm. so we will give you a little bit of a hint. Um, we, we will be recording episodes coming up here in the future that, May or may not feature a guest or two. Yeah, we're so working on we're it. Working we're working on that. There. So we're just not trying figured, to rush it. Yeah. Just figured Sorry. we'd do let you know and keep you updated on what's mm-hmm. going on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Really. All right, man. We'll always keep it. Keep That's it. Uh, keep everybody informed. All that fun stuff. Everybody, feel free to contact us at besoacob at gmail dot com. Yep. Yeah, you know, it's b s o a c o b at gmail dot yes, Absolutely. Of course, all the socials and all that fun so, stuff. So. But- so yeah, be ready, guys. This 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 next half of 2022 is going to be a lot of fun. We hope you guys join it join it with us. Absolutely. So yeah. All right, man. We're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, oh, as far as yeah, yeah, I guess. So, 
So in that case, uh, it's it's this is another this is another fun one. Even though it was kind of you know at some points we kind of had to be a little more serious than normal. So yeah, yeah, but uh, you know what? It's it's the appropriate uh, the appropriate way to do it. Absolutely. So. so okay, okay, guys, this is it's been real. We'll uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. This is Corbs, and I'm Rico. We're BSing over a couple brews. Let's go. Keep it metal, kids. Bye. <laughs> Bye. summer's night or something like that it's totally metal it's like black it's a black candle Trevor.